everybody. I'm Mo. And I'm Katie, and this is The The Mo Mo and Katie Katie Show. We're two friends from two different worlds, coming together in harmony for one podcast. We're random, ridiculous, and have been taking humor seriously since 2018. Each week, we'll share two positive news stories, a quirky fact, today's weird holiday, a shoot experience, and we may even play a game all while punning the crap out of each other. No, you can't say that. (sighs) Fine. (laughs) It's the The Mo and and Katie Katie Show. Gratitude, humor, positivity. Hey, everybody. I'm Mo. And I'm not Katie. I'm actually holding down the fort again for the Mo and Katie Show on this second Friday of February 2022. This will be a short one. You only have to listen to me for a little bit because it's uh, our gratitude, humor, and positivity, aka the Mo and Katie Show blend, because it is the second Friday of the month. So I will hold down the fort while Katie is out and about getting ready. I believe she and her husband are having a romantic um, Valentine's Day weekend, so that's good. Um, in the spirit of Valentine's Day, I'm going to try to do um, my what's going on in the world and some things that are kind of based on relationships, I think, a little bit. That's my plan. Who knows? You know, I'm the wild one, so who knows what's going to happen with this. But I'm also the editor, so I do know what's going to happen with this. But I'm going to try to do this without a take and without a minimal bleep budget. So I will start off with my what's going on in the world. And the what's going on in the world that I chose today was about a guy. His name is Curtis Kimball, and he lives in San Francisco. And I think he was just looking to make new friends because maybe it was around Valentine's Day. Maybe he had nothing to do with that, but he was looking to make some new friends. And so he thought, I'm going to host a Saturday morning pancake party. And by doing that, he actually started a new, new, not a new Saturday, he started a new neighborhood tradition. So he kind of was just like, I'm just going to put a a flyer out there. And he put flyers up around his um, neighborhood there in San Francisco. And it said... My wife says I'm getting weird. She says I need to make friends, so I'm making pancakes. And he put those out in his neighborhood, and I believe 75 people or more showed up that Saturday, and he ended up making over 125 pancakes. So his goal is to basically have this to be a a nationwide thing. So on Saturdays, you make pancakes and you share with people. I really like this idea. I like pancakes. I'm not sure if it works with waffles as well, because I know some people like pancakes, but not waffles or vice versa. I like them both because my favorite food is food. But anyway, Curtis, uh, yeah, what did I say his name was? Curtis Kimball. He also is the owner of the Creme Brulee Cart. And so Obviously, he's got a little baking skills. If I were to make pancakes for people, they'd be like hockey pucks. Um, Nothing against hockey or the pucks, I'm just saying. See, this is where I would normally say get the puck out of here, but I probably can't do that, so I won't. Anyway, yeah, so Curtis Kimball, San Francisco neighborhood, started a neighborhood tradition on Saturdays, making pancakes and sharing those with the people around him, and a good way to meet your neighbors uh, and meet new people. So I thought that was really, really cool. All right. Now, normally Katie would do her what's going on in the world, and let's just assume it was going to be about pancakes as well. But then she rolls right into her quirky fact. And I, obviously not a big fan of the quirky fact because it wasn't my idea, quite honestly. But she has good quirky facts, but I thought I was going to try to find a quirky fact about quirky fact. 
but I couldn't find one. But the best thing I did find is about trivia. And if, for those of you who may not know, Katie and I co-host trivia. And um, just a little sneak peek, and I hopefully Katie won't get mad at me for telling you this, but Katie has written a jingle. She has written the lyrics for it. She's written the music for it. And I've actually heard uh, three different versions of it, and each one keeps getting better. But it's a jingle, basically, about the Mo and Katie show trivia night. And it's awesome. And I'm excited. I don't know when we'll debut it, but I'll wait for Katie's permission on that. But we co-host trivia at the Ten Ike Brewing Company um, every Thursday except for this Thursday in the past couple, because I've been on the road, and I'm, in fact, in my RV right now. But I thought I would look up about trivia. So when I tried to Google quirky fact about quirky facts, the best thing that came up was that knowing obscure facts is actually good for our mental health. And I thought, that's pretty cool. And it kind of fits in with the fact that, you know, Katie likes to give her quirky fact, and I know there's one or one of you out there who want to hear a quirky fact and it's not a lot of people but it's usually just katie on the replay and that's fine but playing trivia and that that word was playing playing trivia can actually give you a dopamine rush um kind of like gambling but losing less money and so they were they were talking about this article was talking about how when you do trivia night and you get this like this kind of rush of maybe you've studied and you know this really obscure fact most of the obscure facts you could get from Katie's Quirky Facts right here on the Mo and Katie show. But they basically were talking about there's like this dopamine rush and it's a neuro reward signal, a.k.a. a dopamine dopamine bust or burst. <laughs> Is this some sort of bust? Yes, thank you. Um, no, I just thought it was really cool. So it's I think it's actually good that Katie's doing these quirky facts, and I hope that you remember them. I know I've been watching some game shows and things like that, and I've actually seen some of the questions on these game shows that were previous quirky facts right here on the Moment Katie show. So, I'm just saying. Anyway, without without making Katie's head too big about her quirky facts, all I want to say is that trivia and knowing obscure facts is actually good for your mental health. There you have it. You are welcome for all the Mo and Katie show listeners who like the obscure facts. Now, there's going to be some shoddy reporting in that because really quirky facts is Katie's thing. And um, and that's when Kara, Carrie and Saru, that was that was a portmanteau of their names. Carrie and Saru can critique Katie on her shoddy reporting. Not me, because I'm just telling you like it is. No one obscure facts. Good for your mental health. Boom. But. This is the part where I transition into what day it is today. And I want to say today, February 11th, right before Valentine's Day, is National Satisfied Staying Single Day. And it basically is this annual event because it's so close to Valentine's Day. But it's basically saying, you know what? Single people can enjoy a day alone or without being involved in a relationship. So even if you're in a relationship, maybe this is a day for whatever reason, geography, work schedules, doesn't matter little fight who knows that you are by yourself today's your day and it's okay to do that like I know some people can't mm, like go to a meal by themselves like go to a restaurant I go to restaurants all the time by myself because then I don't have to argue about sharing the bill and all this other stuff and whatever but um or maybe even going to the movies by yourself are people going to the movies right now but I'm curious are you a kind of person who is okay going to a restaurant by yourself or going to the movies by yourself or basically doing any kind of activity alone by yourself? I, I mean, I kind of like it. Sometimes I go to dinner 
I'll go to a restaurant by myself. Now, I will say one quirky thing about that. Maybe it's not so quirky. I don't know. I always have to have my back, um, like, basically against the wall. So I don't, like, I would never have my back to the door, especially if I'm dining by myself. And if I'm also being candid, sometimes I like to pretend I'm Sandra Bullock from Miss Congeniality and I'm reading a book in a Greek restaurant that's got a little spy camera in there. Um, I mean, that's the the play, the, the plan, but I don't, you know, minus the Heimlich and minus getting my partner shot. But everything else is pretty on brand. And I really do want world peace. But anyway, I just want to say today is satisfied staying single day. And this is the uh, the Friday before Valentine's Day, aka VD. So the Friday before VD is satisfied staying single day. So to all the people who are single just because maybe geographically or by choice or just because of work schedules, today's your day. Go out, have a day, be alone, be comfortable, and celebrate it. There you go. Now, in the, in light of the fact that it's almost Valentine's Day, it's almost VD. I know last year we did pickup lines, and pickup lines are so much more fun when you have two people doing them. But um, I'm gonna try a couple. I just uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna practice these. Okay, so here here's some. And when I say really good pickup lines, I mean really bad, like so bad that they're good. That's kind of thing. Now I saw one that said, "You're like the wind because you blow me away." And then another side I saw said, you're like a fart because you blow me away. I don't know. Dealer's choice on that one. I'm guessing wind is probably more correct, but fart might be more memorable. And if a pickle bun is to be memorable, I don't know. Go with the fart. That's all I'm saying. Okay, here's another one. NASA called. They said, you're out of this world. I think the delivery is important. Yeah. Okay. You must be nitroglycerin. I didn't say that well. You must be nitroglycerin because you are dynamite. No, I just think of that. Who's that guy from um, Dynamite? Now he's doing like, um, what, like insurance commercials or something? Anyway, Jimmy. Jimmy something or another. Well, no one's going to help me. I'm just here by myself. Okay. <laughs> Here's another one. This is very timely and I think appropriate given the the past couple years. Call the CDC. Your smile is contagious. Again, delivery matters. These are good. All right. My favorite word is menu because it has me and you. Yeah, that the deliveries are good. Okay. All right. Here's one. Are you the Manhattan Project? Because you're the bomb. That's probably not very politically correct, is it? Okay. All right. Last one. Do you like raisins? How do you feel about a date? <laughs> all right i'm gonna go my first and my favorite one is you're like the you're like a fart because you blow me away i just think that's memorable anyway i'm gonna offer those out to you and you guys can use them as field research and you can test them out and let me know how those work for you um and you know if they work really bad then maybe we'll all be sat um celebrating satisfied staying single day next year who knows all right now I will do the quote. This is awesome. I have like just like carte blanche control out of all these things. So here's the quote I chose again. I'm chosen it with a love theme. But this is by Roy Croft. And it says, I love you not because of who you are, but because of who I am when I'm with you. Isn't that awesome? I'm going to say it one more time for the people in the back. This is by Roy Croft. I love you not because of who you are, but because of who I am when I am with you. I think that's really cool. 
I like that. I just think that's really important. And I think, again, regardless of whether people are in a a physical relationship or even a friend relationship or just a neighborhood relationship, when we're in connection with somebody else, I like it when we find connection with somebody who makes us a better version of ourselves. So I wish that for everybody who's listening. I wish that for everybody in the world to find somebody who makes them a better version of themselves. And I will say, Katie, who is probably listening just because it's the podcast and she's not right next to me, but I love Katie because she makes me a better version of myself. So I am very grateful um, for the Mom and Katie show because Katie does that for me. So Katie... Thank you. That Roy Croft quote is just for you. Well, it's for everybody. Anyway, I'm wishing everybody uh, relationships that with, with other people who make you better versions of yourself. That's awesome. Okay, now this is a short one. That's what she said. Because this is the day, uh, the second Friday of every month, we do the Mo and Katie Show Blend, which is when we interview different people just to find out how gratitude, humor, and, that's why it's a blend, and positively positivity resonate in their lives. And this year, um, this year, well, it is this year. No. Okay. This is the second one. Anyway, you know what I'm saying. This month we are talking to Nikolai Vanyo and we actually met Nikolai. So most of you know that Katie was a contestant in the punniest of show and she came in second place thank you very much um in the punniest of show which is an annual tradition they have at the o henry punoff museum for those of you who didn't even know that was a thing it's a thing and katie is masterful at the puns i found out through this process that i enjoy wordplay more so than puns because i'm not good at the puns katie's good at the puns anyway so we were in um the whole weekend was about uh, they had a pun slingers which is two people just basically punning off and they would have five seconds to do their puns and um katie's submission was part of punniest of show which is a separate competition for the same weekend katie came in second but nikolai vanyo who is who we interviewed today it came in first for the pun slinger. So again, that's the competition where you just go head to head, you get a topic and you just go back and forth and you have a five second time limit to, uh, to get your pun out there. And he was amazing and it was just phenomenal. And he has like this next level smart, it's, it's, it's smarter than smart. It's like intellectual humor. In fact, he's the co-host of Vocabulary, which is a variety show in New York City. And it's, a, and it's a show made for people who love language. And he'll talk about this a little bit. Anyway, he is just a fascinating guy. And just his level of intellect and the way he plays with words and, and pummels them and beats them up and finds a different way to present them was just awe-inspiring. And so we got to watch him do the pun slingers when he won the pun off at, um, it was online because it was, you know, last year call the CDC. Your smile is contagious. Anyway, um, so I will cut us over to our interview with Nikolai Vanyo, co-host of the Vocabulary in New York City, and he was top gun of the 2021 Punslingers. We're serving up a freshly brewed blend of gratitude, humor, and positivity. Offering a fresh perspective by talking to someone who's not Mo or Katie on how gratitude, humor, and positivity work in their life. It's the Mo and Katie Show blend. Yeah, so like actually how we um we were stalking you. So you guys both had submissions in uh, Punniest of Show. But we were cheering you on watching the uh, the punslingers, which you won. And it was just 
fabulous. Your level of humor is just, it is so advanced. And we've been watching the, um, vocabulary as well. Yes. Like, and I'm like, Katie, I might be too smart for this. <laughs> that might be too smart. You might not be smart enough for it. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> no. So we, we admire anybody who's got the, I mean, it's, it's one thing to be funny, but it's, you are intelligent, funny. And, um, and so we were just really, we want to reach out to Erica as well, but uh, really, really just admire your level of, of humor. And of course, so Katie came in second in punniest of show with her, um, her punters blues her punters blues song and then uh, we watched yours and of course i i'm a font freak so i loved your fonts and yours but um thank you i almost i don't know if this is too neat too into the weeds but i almost changed every one to be the color of the sauce like every caption oh my gosh and maybe even fonts but like i did search for the font for a long time but then i was thinking like would it be too much to be like the ketchup one is red, the mustard one's orange or whatever, <laughs> orange, uh, yellow. And, but then I was like, what color is Ponzu? I, like, I, I was like, I don't know. Be, I've used that. brown four times now, yes. <laughs> yeah, it'd be a lot of brown and brown doesn't look good. So just because I've had problems with this before, is your name pronounced Nikolai or Nikolai? Either one. I, I say Nikolai, but okay. I don't, when people say Nikolai, it's totally fine. I think with E with E sounds, it's more of a thing. Like I have a friend named Eva. And if, if you call her Eva, no. God forbid. Yeah. So, so that's a good transition (laughs) to talking about, you know, words and sounds. And I know you are a part of the team that does the vocabulary. Um, So just, you know, how different ways that you play with words and play with sounds. So what does that, like, what does that look like? How do you all put together that, that event? And what are like some of the details of that? Um, well, that show is maybe from more of a higher vantage point, I would say, than like Punderdome, which is where we all met, and No Henry, which is also something we've done together, um, a lot of the same people, which is more about like picking apart individual words into their constituent parts to try and like make make puns based off of. But vocabulary is kind of what we as uh, decorated punters, whatever, and and word lovers wanted to do a deeper dive into so like last night's show we did it was about talking animals so um i have a dog that i love and wanted to talk about and so i talked about how she speaks with me and um so it's it's more of like a broader language perspective than like picking apart words which is something we're all very comfortable with and have done a ton of like we've all done uh, we met during punderdome or doing punderdome sadly and uh, so we've all like done a thousand pun competitions and done that exercise, that muscle. But this is to like kind of get uh, reasons to deep dive into other stuff. Um, like again, last night's show, my, my uh, co-host Jersey, who's won No Henry before as well. Yes, we've yeah. watched, we watched him. <laughs> watched a lot of Jersey videos. <laughs> yeah, he's great. And he's he fantastic. last night went, <clears throat> he went into... Uh, the history of lolcats, um, the meme, like how people have been ascribing uh, anthropomorphic speech to animals, to specifically cats, since the 1800s. Like they've, they're, he found like old books where there's like a, a black and white image of a cat, and they've captioned it as if the cat is talking, and it, it's like, and that goes on to today, where there's you know all the internet memes of like I can't have cheeseburger, yeah, yeah. Um, 
Wow. So it's like not really like I, after the show I was talking to someone who doesn't know me from the pun world and was like, didn't know that that was a, something I do or like that that was a talent because, and he had just seen the show, but he's just like, Oh, I thought it was about language. Like it's not necessarily about wordplay. It's more us, those of us who are very interested in language and wordplay, just getting to kind of flex both muscles or more the language muscle than the wordplay muscle. That's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I love what you guys are doing. I love that you all are taking performance to an arena where it hasn't really been before. I think that's really cool that you all are doing that. It's really cool. Yeah. And our venue caveat in New York is like very uh, perfect for it because they're, they do like, there's, you know, they, they run all sorts of shows and it's all pretty niche. Like they do, um, they have, you know, male burlesque shows and they also have, uh, shows about the internet and shows about, um, trauma. They have a really good comedy show about that's hosted by like someone who went through a really bad trauma. And that's, he he invites other people that have gone through really bad traumas to like talk about it in comedic lens um it's a good like the it's a venue that takes a lot of chances and does unique shows like it's you're not gonna see the same thing night tonight um like a lot of venues and i it's we're really lucky that it exists and that it's about the pandemic yeah yeah yeah. well that's cool you talk about the just the intersection of different like well first of all um i love the word anthropomorphic so it's one of my favorite words (laughs) so i love that you use that um and we're always talking to and for our dogs yes we are (laughs) so I love that. But, um, but you talk about the intersection of, of comedy and intellect. And I think that's the, the beauty of, of puns and wordplay is that there's a, that blend of something funny and it's just next level. I mean, wit and sarcasm are kind of in the same thing. So that's kind of what this interview is about is that blend of, yes, absolutely. of things. And another thing we like to talk about the blend of is kind of what our pillars are for our podcast, gratitude, humor, and positivity. And just wondering if you could speak to that a little bit, like, where do you see gratitude, humor, and positivity, like working in your life or even working together in your life? Any of those elements? That's tough. I mean, I think humor is the most important thing to me. Concur. And I think the, it's, uh, I've thought a lot about how it's kind of a unique like it doesn't have an opposite in my mind. Like there's, you know, happiness has sadness, positivity has negativity, but there's no like anti, there's nothing that's the opposite of humor, I guess. I like like there's seriousness, but like even seriousness after, you know, uh, tragedy plus time equals comedy. Like there's nothing, there's no opposite of laughter. I don't know. Like you could say crying is the opposite of laughter, but I think crying is the opposite of like, smile i don't know you can cry, I, I think it's you like, can cry laughing too yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a really yeah. good point though i hadn't thought about that yeah oh. i think it's like a very uniquely human thing that is probably uh evolutionarily significant for some reason i don't know what it would be but like i think <laughs> jersey will talk about it next week I'm sure. <laughs> yeah i think i mean it's it's very it's very interesting as a concept because i don't think i don't know maybe dogs and, and dolphins and other creatures find things funny, but it does feel like it's a kind of uh, gift to humanity if they're. Yeah. Wow. If, you well, know. you know, I think there's something else too. Is I think people put humor and laughter as the same thing, and I think they're they are distinctly different. Uh, I think that's another thing that people talk about: humor and laughter being the same thing. But I had never thought about the what's Opposite. the anti-humor. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good. Like that's that. a good point. I I have to say though. 
and I, I won't, I won't say the actual thing, but my favorite, when I, when I, I fell in love with you <laughs> was during the punslinger. And, and one of the things I love about is how you are intelligent, but you are a very considerate punter in that you had a, you know, in the, in the punslingers, you have a five second time limit and people are counting. There's a lot of pressure, all eyes are on you. And it was during the, the groups or something like that. And I'll just say that yeah. what you were punning was insane <laughs> clown posse <laughs> and the way yeah. you did it. And you're like, you're like, Hey, look, the time, you know, the, the, the championships on the line, I'm, I'm going to so say, sorry, this. But... I'm so sorry. And then you set it up. That's all I'm going to say for the audience, but insane clown posse was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. It was so, I mean, you, you, in, in five seconds, you, you came up with insane clown posse. Then you came up with the setup to how you delivered it. And it was very, you know, there was three layers and there was France and the, and the same and a woman, <laughs> Just to be able to talk to you and just to see how your brain, uh, it was fascinating. So anyway, just, I'm just going to say it's insane clown posse, kudos, <laughs> mad brilliant. respect, but anyway. Thank you. Yeah, I think I, I don't, uh, it's, I don't want, like that's, it's rare to go dirty, but if you're going to go dirty, it better be good, I guess, is like my thought. Like yeah. I feel the same about stand up. Like if you're going to be, offensive you better be really funny um because then it's enough to make it worth saying Mm, like if um and even then it could not be like there's plenty to argue over that but it's like it's bad and offensive like what are you doing um yeah it's a good point but also like punderdome which is the the competition i like cut my teeth on is a very um I guess you could say woke. Like, it's just like a very like, uh, forward thinking, like no one wants to offend. If you do say something off kilter, you'll probably like get booed a little bit. Like it's, it promotes being, and not like clean necessarily because plenty of it's dirty sexually or whatever, but it's never like, if you're offensive, it's not going to go well for you. Um, which I think is not necessarily, uh, historically the case with O. Henry probably because you know it's a wider swath of people and like you know a New York a Brooklyn pun show <laughs> is gonna attract like a certain kind of person um whereas like you know Texas old guys might not yeah. feel the same way yeah we get it um, <laughs> well it's interesting, so you say, it's, it's interesting you say that too because we when we started out the podcast we have a kind of a just a little bit of the, the red lines, like where we're not going to cross the things that we're not going to talk about the things that we're not going to, I mean, we're very intentional about that. But I, the one thing, so um, I spent like 30 years in the military and then I started getting into the improv world and the public speaking world in this very kind of off the cuff talking. And I remember uh, for my entire life, my whole my professional life, I've had to filter what I say. Like the first thought that comes to my mind is never appropriate. I, and I know that. And so there's this blend when you talk about like that with that comedy element too, when you're trying to be kind and you're trying to be generous and grateful, but you're also trying to be funny in that intellectual part of it. Do you have to filter a lot? Like, like, do you find the first response is not always the most appropriate (laughs) one or. Totally. I mean, especially in the punning thing where, where you're trying to come up with stuff off the cuff, like your brain, I think we're wired kind of to go those directions pretty yeah. quickly because it's like punchy or whatever. Yeah. And it's, it can be funny, but it's like, it's a kind of 
uh, challenge that I am happy to take where you, you reject that first thought or whatever, you know, if, even if it's, even if it, if it risks offending anyone, it's just like not worth it. So it's a challenge to then rise above it. But there's always, I find there's almost always a way like you could, um, like if there's, if the, the easy way is, uh, somehow is, is like offensive or even like close to offensive, you can usually remove it. Like, I don't know. It's hard to describe. I'm trying to think of an example, but, um, it's easier and more worth it to try and, uh, move laterally and like, think of a way that you can play off of the offensive, the possibly offensive thing than it is to just like throw out something that could be offensive. Yeah. Um, or dirty or whatever. I and mean, dirty is fine in Pundit. Dirty is fine in a lot of these cases, but yeah, but you, as long as it's not like me. But it's it, but it's a choice, and you um, and I appreciate the fact that you are intentional about it and you're aware of it. I mean, just the honestly, the way your mind works is is really impressive, and I appreciate that ability to pivot in that moment with that time constraint. And I like, absolutely, I'm just jealous, I guess, because <laughs> my filter, yeah, it's gone. Anyway, it's fine to also Yeah, yeah, there, there are times for it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, totally. And I think that's, uh, it's like, I, I mean, I think with all these things, it's about the, what the audience is expecting and wanting. Like, I'm not one to hoist my pun brain upon unsuspecting people because I think like they're not asking for it, but if they show up to Punderdome and pay 20 bucks, I'm going to give it to, give them as much as I can because that's what they're there for. Or if they come to vocabulary, they'll get a little bit of it, whatever. Like if you're, if you're signing up for puns, then that's what you want. If you're not, you know, a lot of people don't, even though it's like, I think they have a bad rap for being dad jokes or like stupid or whatever. Like they are cringy, but that's like its own kind of, uh, there's a lot of studies on it. I mean, I like back in the day when I started getting into this, there is like, there is intellectual rigor around like, yeah. what our reactions are to word play. Yep. Um, and I think uh, it gets a bad rap because of it, but it's not something that's really, that people really like understand is, uh, is very, it's like, it's hard. It's, it's requires lots of mental leaps. And it's, um, if you appreciate it, then, <laughs> uh, or if, I don't know, if you can pick it apart, then you will appreciate it, I guess. Yeah, we what? do that a lot. We'll, we'll, well, and we're such dorks that we have, we have the Punderdome card game, which I don't know That's if it's cool. based out of the original Punderdome organization. We have Puns yeah. of Anarchy and we have. Um, but I just, I just remember how too. we knew about the O. Henry because we, we both read, um, we both own the copy of the Pun That's Also right. Rises, which the the guy who won O. Henry in whatever year. That's uh, right. That's how I learned about That's it. That's right. With the Pun Also Rises. Okay. But the Pun Also Rises is, is again, that's when I learned that I do more wordplay. Katie is a brilliant punner. I I do wordplay. She does puns. And yeah. And with the whole punners blues thing, I, I told her, I said, all I care about is the word rectum is in there, you know, like rectum, then we kill them. And so that was last, that was all the last yeah. verse. <laughs> anyway, anyway, <laughs> so getting off topic though, I'll let you know, but that's, that's really awesome. And I love when you're in like a social situation and you kind of throw something out and you see like, you kind of are fishing to see who your people are. It's like, okay, you get it. <laughs> like you need to leave. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I think, sorry, go ahead. 
No, no, no. You no. Go ahead and finish that thought. I was just thinking, like, I think um, because these shows have given me like my own punning social circle. I generally like in in those gr- groups, I will, you know, no one will hold back. Well, <laughs> we, we might hold back a little because it's like kind of expected, but um, in a normal circ- a normal social circle, I probably I don't pun that much. I, like, I could. If people ask, people ask me to, which is also oh, wow. kind of weird. That's but, funny. Um, it's like pun on command. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, because they've like, it's a, it's kind of a party trick I, in a way. It's like, oh, this, you know, you've won a bunch of pun rooms and, or now the Henry and it's like, you know, dance, dance for me. Dance for me, Nikolai. I don't generally, uh, I don't know. Unless it's, if, again, like if it's really good, like I will not, I will think of a bad pun, keep it to myself. But if it's like, oh, that's gonna, you know, that's gonna get everyone, then yes, I will definitely share it. <laughs> that's what I should be doing. That's what you need Just to throw out the bell. Oh, yeah. um, so where can people find out more about you, Nikolai? I know that you, in your, um, that you've done some film stuff that you do a lot oh, of. You are also things. our first guest. I'm sorry, Tate. Oh, yes. You are also first guest with an IMDb page. Hello. You know you've arrived when you've got an IMDb page. <laughs> I thought that was fascinating. I guess, so yeah, where a, is your? Where can people on social media find out more about you and kind of follow the things that you do? Um, you can just my website is uh, nikolaivanyo.com, which is my name. Um, which is <laughs> so easy how did to you find come up with everything. that? That's, yeah, that's <laughs> clever. <laughs> uh, I I keep it pretty up to date. So I've my my movie that. I, directed is up there a bunch of music videos and also some fun stuff i i recently added like some um footage from Focabre shows and from punnerdom shows uh so you can see that stuff um yeah i guess that's that's, that's kind cool. of that's a good that's a good landing page we'll, we'll put in our yeah, show notes we'll put that in our show notes for so sure. yeah that that's all the administrivia stuff now okay. this is i mean at the risk of sounding like we're gonna say hey tell me a, a pun nikolai um <laughs> So I, I'm a big fan of dad jokes. And so I would like to hear your best, worst or worst, best dad joke. Like, like and this is a lot of pressure because, you know, we have, we hold you in high you esteem. Are with the, with the, yeah, you are a champion. <laughs> not that jokes and, and puns are the same thing, yeah. but yeah. A joke that is not original, like not my yeah. own. Yeah. And what, what's like, yeah. What's your best, worst joke? Best cringy joke. I mean, my best cringy joke uh, is probably, you've probably heard it, but what, why can't you hear a pterodactyl go to the bathroom? I have never heard this. I don't know. <laughs> because the P is silent. <laughs> <laughs> that was worth it right there. Right there. I'm assuming that wasn't the dog. Right there. No, um, <laughs> that was awesome. That's I'm surprised you didn't hear that. <laughs> my favorite joke is not that popular but it's <clears throat> schrodinger's cat walks into a bar and doesn't <laughs> see, see, that's but see that's the problem unless you watch the big bang theory or you're smart like you that that joke right. is lost yeah anyway i don't want to keep you more nicolay we really just want to talk to you and kind of pick your brain because we really um are really big fans of yours and again insane clown posse was it, <laughs> it, it, i mean the pterodactyl was close but yeah but and again we just want to talk to somebody who um has got that that intellectual comedy um 
vein like you do. And just again, talking about how gratitude, humor, and positivity play out. And so uh, we'll be looking for what the anti-humor is in the meantime. That's right. So, but yeah. And so what we tell our listeners, and by the way, they are expecting puns from this one, but Mm -hmm. um, we just tell people to be grateful and to keep laughing and to stay positive. That's really all we're about. Cool. Yeah. Thanks for your time. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks so much. If you made it this far, congrats. You are part of our elite tribe of weirdos. And there aren't too many people who like us like you do. But that's where we need your help. Rate, subscribe, follow, and share this podcast. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Follow us on social media and tag us in any of your Mo and Katie show interactions. Because we give you homework using the hashtag TMKSPod. The Mo and Katie Show has been produced, edited, scripted, recorded, catered, directed, and engineered by Mo and Katie. Our theme song is It Is Fun by HookSounds.com. Here's wishing you gratitude, humor, and positivity. Until we see you next time.